Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, you mean standard, standard, get your standard. That's your you mate. You want your standard, standard, you want your stand. Oh, wow. I was hustling. Hello and welcome to the Manzilla podcast. We are coming at you live from a different location today. We're in Soho Works. Yes, so I am Gavin. I'm with Jack and Lou, as per usual. And we are here with James Green today. Here we are. Yes, indeed. James. Thank you for coming on. Thank yes. you for having me. I'm no, it. it's uh, you're a, you're a TV presenter. You're a content creator. You are uh, a, a model. You're, you're very much a man who does a lot of stuff in the creative industry. Yeah, you know, uh, an all rounder, or yeah. uh, you know, jack of all trades and all that stuff. Master of none. And no, I like that. I disagree. Know. I disagree with that thought. You know, the whole jack of all trades, master of none thing. Because I think it's good to have a good range of skills. And our show today is about the hustle, how you get on, and how you get by. And I think that um, in today's day and age, you know, with how things are going with, with current work environments, you know, having something you can, you know, you can work on professionally um, really does just, you know, help you in terms of your mindset, your, your mental health and your purpose in life, doesn't it? That well, Gav, a- you're a hustler. Come on. Hey, you hustled to get this podcast up and running for like, what, two years? Do you know how long yes. it took him yeah. to get that one microphone? Hey, actually, that's I mean... very true. We've been here 45 minutes. He's hustled to get that thing up and running. It was backwards for about half of that time. But yeah, well done, mate. Well, oh, no, but seriously, you. you're a hustler. Like, tell us a bit about your hustle story. How did you, how did you get from being Gavin? Well, on no sleep. On no sleep. He literally does not sleep. To being like podcast master DJ. Well, to be honest... Um, I just honestly, man, you know, we met, we talked about this podcast, yeah. we talked about the well, the, the concept of Manzilla, yeah. um, and it, I just think it's the right people, the right time, the right energy, and the right movement, isn't it? And Absolutely. you know, I, I'm sure James, you've you've been in environments where you felt those sort of creative juices flowing. Can anyone get into content creating, and is it is it a, an easy discipline to you know master? It's it's the hardest discipline to master is creating the right bit of content that actually people want to watch. Uh, it's like with a comedian writing the best jokes. 
it's the hardest thing to do. Um, but can anybody do it? Absolutely. Nowadays, you've got so many different platforms that are available to you to be able to push all your content out there as well. Your Instagram, your YouTube, podcast. You could produce whatever you want. So actually, I think what the world we're in right now, everybody's a creative and everybody has the opportunities to become a creative. Mm. Everyone's well. an influencer. Yeah. <laughs> but in a way, you're right. Like Everyone has the ability to snap videos, photos, voice notes, whatever on their phones and they do it all the time. And anyone that posts an Insta story essentially is putting out content. Right, so yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I think anyone can do it, but in terms of doing it well, well, there's a difference in doing it consistently as well. And consistently well mm. is, is where the hustle comes in. Yeah, um, and it's also from certainly my experience and what I've learned is you have to learn so much more just apart from just the one thing. You can't be this one trick pony anymore. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like back in the day, you'd have you'd go on set or something. You'd have a producer. You'd have an assistant producer. You'd have a camera guy. You'd have an editor. You'd have a director. Nowadays. People are looking for a producer, director, video editor, all in one. Yeah. Social media yeah. manager, videographers. Yeah, absolutely. But that, I think that's great because it's created so many new jobs for the mm. millennials. It has and it hasn't. It's also taken away from some people because everybody's like a one-trick pony. I or you, because you don't know how to use Instagram. In it, but I'm also <laughs> like unique in that respect because if anyone wants to go back to the Stone Age, then I, I love that about you, though. But honestly, it's, it's refreshing. I still tag you in everything. Do you? Yeah, we both. Mate, do. I do as well. Mate, do you? Yeah, yeah. So basically, you're getting. Your traction. looking on your page. Your traction should be should be good. There's should lots to good. look at. I, to I've look not at. looked at my Instagram profile for a long time. Maybe we oh, should like, actually have it deactivated. No, no, it's live. Obviously, like I had, I, I kept it live for two reasons. One, because agency and work and stuff, they still look at that mm. and they want to see you've got like a profile like your on, online. Isn't it now and also, like your Instagram. When I when I signed off, I think I had like ten or eleven thousand followers, which in today's age is actually not bad. And actually, if I was going to use it at some stage, it could be quite helpful. But no, I came off it for reasons of I was getting a bit anxious and a bit stressed and a bit bored of just like wasting time on it. That was my biggest thing. I'm, I'm terrible yeah. at like, my, my mind wanders quite easily. So yeah. for me, I'd get on a bus and instead of doing like three emails and a phone call, which I should be doing in the time of um, traveling, I would flick through Instagram pointlessly for an hour and then get off and be like, what did I gain from that? Yeah. Nothing. So many people do that, don't they? Yeah. yeah, they just literally flick. It's like a habit. It's like you wake up in the morning, grab your phone, right? What do you go on? Instagram, have a little scroll from. You're not actually taking in what you see. No. So I don't know what. It's like a drug. To see. It yeah. is like a drug. And you, you are just literally doing that, pressing a few stories, and then going off. I guarantee if, if I tested you all out or something at some point and said in the morning, go on Instagram, scroll through some stories, later that night, Tell me what you saw on those stories or what you saw in those Instagram yeah. pictures. You will not have a clue. No. Well, I, I might actually, no. if I watch Gavin's, he, he's usually in the shower <laughs> eating pizza or doing uh, squats with Fiji water. Oh, that crates. was amazing. So I might remember that. Yeah. Unique. Hold on. Squats in the shower <laughs> eating pizza, drinking Fiji water. Mate, he, there's, he's, he's, <laughs> you've got, you've got, you've got, you've got oh, they all, they're all separate incidents. They're all separate things. Do you want me to show yeah. you? So, okay, just imagine a case of Fiji water. Oh, no, no, I'm imagining it. It's, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. 20 litters, I guess, in total. Yeah. Because he was yeah, at home. He was in his PJs, <laughs> hadn't been out all day. Obviously, he felt like a bit guilty because he'd eaten loads of crap and needed to work out. So he just picked up the case of Fiji water and he just started squatting, you know, and decided, you know, I'm going to film this and post it on my story. It was yeah. really entertaining. And now he's their sponsor. <laughs> no. Did that video? I've got it somewhere in the Oh my God, please repost it again. Repost yeah, it again. please, it's so funny. I'm in between with it and I can't, I, I think it's for certain people. Yeah. I think certain people can 
use it to their advantage and yeah. hustle on it and post all the time, reply to comments, all this sort of stuff. But I think for some people, you haven't got it. Like, I haven't got it in me to post every day. I can't, oh, I can't be bothered. I, I, yeah, exactly. Sorry, I, I, I love social media. Mine's a lot online. I feel the same way as you. And actually, for our jobs, it's really important that we probably do. Yeah. But actually... It's it's really for me. It's more how I feel posting. I don't like posting. Yeah. I post every time and go. Why have I posted this? What what is my purpose yeah. of doing it? Is yeah. it is it because I'm in desperate need of some likes and some endorphins yeah. flying yeah. in my body? Bit of an ego boost. What, exactly. What is yeah. it? And then but then now you look and you go, oh my goodness, I've only got fifty likes. <gasps> yeah. I know. Look how awful I look nowadays. Absolutely. Whereas like two years ago, I had a hundred likes. Oh my God, I'm half the man I used to be. Yeah. yeah. If, I, if I got paid to post, I'd post every flipping every day. Yeah, if I got paid to do it. I look at so many accounts of girls who like, they look amazing. Obviously, you know, like bikinis, whatever, really nice shots, but they post every day. And I'm like, oh my God. Weren't you like in Mexico yesterday? How are you now in Cannes today? <laughs> like, yeah, that's how do you have so many pictures to post? But then it's like, is it genuine? And that's why, you know, when it comes to You said this last time, didn't you? Following, yeah, yeah, genuine accounts. I remember a few of them I used to follow that I genuinely would go onto their account, whether they posted or not, it was regarded. I'd go onto their account to look to see what they yeah. had posted because I, I was genuinely interested in what they were up there. Joe Wicks was one I, I loved in the beginning, right? But to be fair, he's. Have you gone off him a bit? No, no, I mean, I still like the guy. I think he's really amazing and I think he's done some incredible things. And, Interesting, I listened to a podcast the other day where he was on it talking about social media and how his relationship with social media, even though it's got him to where it's where he is now, mm. he still finds it hard to reply to every person that he messages yeah. him, you know, like DMs, like all the voice, apparently you do voice notes now on, 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 uh, on Instagram. Like, you can... Did you not? Can yeah. you? I know, apparently. Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do voice... Oh, yeah, on, on Instagram it's messaging. It's becoming like WhatsApp, anyway. I think it's showing our age, guys. We're like, oh my goodness. <laughs> do no. Do you what? You're going to voice notes? to emails now. <laughs> um, it gives me anxiety. Exactly. It really does. Um, or they're having to respond to people and looking at likes. Like, oh, yeah, fun. but then that's when the, like, the hustle, if you like, call it the hustle, is that when it becomes too much like, or, or becomes like out of your control? Because, yes, you start something great and you hustle for months weeks years to get your product to a point where you're like i'm out there yeah then when does that come back to basically take over your life like he, he admitted on the podcast that he literally would spend hours every night going through dms just replying to people purely because he was so yeah. conscious about his brand yeah and like wanting to make sure he got the right message across and replying to people that had the time to reply to him and you know and it gets to that point but you know you you can create as much content as you want but and if it gets to the right audience as you were saying before it can it can go sky high and then you've got to then deal with that yeah. almost overnight fame but he's built his audience you know he's worked hard he's got to got himself to a level where he's actually his audience is pretty much built yeah, now that he's possibly neglecting his audience he has hustled so much to get there yeah but for him to get there and then you know, he, he's at a point where he could actually employ somebody to just yeah. write some replies and, and keep that. He, he's got himself to that point, but it's driving yourself to get to that point is the hardest part of it. And I think nowadays, my struggle now is so many places I go and jobs I'm looking at getting and mm. people I speak to, brands, channels, etc. How many yeah. followers have you got? Right. 
Yeah, who gives a fuck? Does it even matter? I guess it this does is, matter. Well, well, technically, yes, because you're bringing an audience with them. Yeah, um, and I guess it does matter because if it's a brand as well, they need you. To, yeah, okay. And then okay, do they fine. pay you any more for that? Is that like worth anything to them? Well, like, that's it. But then how are they looking at it? Yeah. Like, for yeah. example, I remember going to an audition and um, I had to fill out a sheet of paper <laughs> up and it said, uh, how many followers have you got? And I went to the cast and I said, oh, excuse me, I just, I've left that blank. And she went, oh, why, why is that? Well, well, how many would you like me to have? And she went, what do you mean? <laughs> Yeah. How many followers are you looking for yeah. to be up for this job? Yeah. How many are you actually looking for? Like 10,000? Like 5,000? What are you looking for? I don't really understand. Well, so, well, you let me know what you're looking and for. And then I'll fill it in. Give me 24 <laughs> hours and I'll have that number on there. Because you can just buy them. Yeah. yeah. Funnily enough, I didn't get that job. But yeah. <laughs> what was the audition for? Uh, do you know, it was, it was for a commercial. Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't know why for the commercial they wanted that, which was very strange yeah. and very different. Um, yeah. But, that's my point. But, but then, I think people can tell when you have fake followers too. I can I tell. think you can tell, yeah. I, I think, think you can. actually apps now that tell you. Yeah. You but fake say followers. if you have 50,000 followers, yeah. but on your pictures, you've only got 100 likes. I know your followers for fake, fam. You know, if you're on the hustle and, you know, you're, you're, you know you've got multiple gigs going on, um, you know, you may be in a couple of different sectors. What is the key to staying resilient, do you think? Um, that's the key, isn't it? Yeah, really, resilience. Do you know what you build it as time goes on? I remember, um, I remember first modelling um, when I first went to like Castle for the very first time. This scared boy kind of going in there, eyeing up absolutely every single guy in there, going, "Jesus fucking Christ, look how good looking he is!" <laughs> right, yeah, and yeah. then there's another one. Oh my God, look, it's like Zeus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got no like I guess and guys get. Absolutely, you, you beautiful men like yourselves mm. still get insecure, it. right? We don't show because it as much as women, but well, we I mean, do think it all the time. I mean, it's a hell of a lot worse for women, I think. Um, I think so, but I tell you what, there's a lot. Of, I know a lot of guys who have gone through it. I know a lot of guys who still go through it. Mm. And I know a lot of guys who have been through it, and I think that was that was certainly me in the early stages, and I was petrified, and I was so scared of the rejection, mm. and I couldn't handle the rejection at all. Like I was, it was awful. You don't book a job. Not good looking enough. So then, when I did know. you get past that? How, when did you I know? You over were, over time, you start it's experience, um, isn't it? Yeah, you start. You just you just have to keep going if yeah. you if you're strong enough to do it. Which a lot of people aren't because it's not nice. I mean, rejection is never nice for yeah. anybody. Rejection is <laughs> part part of life, and you have to live through those rejections and go through them to be able to appreciate what's actually out there and what's coming your way. Um, it's tough though. It's tough whether it's the modelling, whether it's my presenting side. I mean, because yeah. I've been rejected so many times in my life all over life like throughout the last 15 years yeah but years that's okay I think people need to know that that's okay it is okay right? and for models you don't know why you got rejected maybe they rejected you on this particular job because you were too good looking like sometimes that happens that happens a lot doesn't it yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> James's number one problem oh, do you know what I mean like, like, oh, oh, yes, we needed, we needed no, someone sorry might as well turn around mate now mate anything but you don't know no you don't and, and that's, and that's but you always think that's because I'm not good looking enough but that's what you learn and you actually you learn you, you learn what the clients are looking for yeah. it's just a specific look they have a brief they have an image in their heads and if yeah. you don't fit that brief that doesn't mean you're ugly it doesn't yeah. mean you're fat or skinny or whatever it just means you don't fit that yeah. brief but then actually the same applies for like presenting wise if I go for a presenter job it might not be my ability it might actually be down to my voice they want a northern guy they want a black guy they want a black girl a white girl an Asian guy whatever it might be mm. that's their vision yeah. and eventually they, they go you know what no th 
this is what we see and it might be you and you just have to learn to take it not personal yeah um, and have thick skin yeah and have really thick skin and fortunately yeah. i'm able to do that now but it isn't like an overnight thing yeah I, I, re- I remember i was like i wanted everybody to love me right yeah i had this thing about me that i was like I needed love. Like I, I don't know what it was because my mum hugged me a lot when I was a kid. So, <laughs> but I did. I had this like need that everybody has to like me. Everybody had to love me. And as soon as I got rid of that, when I started to realise, you know what? I don't like everybody. <laughs> so why should everyone like me? That's so true. And all, all of a sudden, I just it, it was like quite a fresh breath, fresh air. And I was like, right, this is great. I, I don't care if you don't like me. No worries. Right, that's fine. But. I like the people I like, and that's it. And if you don't like me, no problem. I yeah. Have no problem with that. And that helped everything. It helped in my career. It helped uh, deal with the rejection yeah. because it's just about what people's perceptions are, what they want from yeah. somebody. So you might not like everybody, Jeff, as well. Like you might look at Gavin and say, I don't like this. Guy. He doesn't, though. He's like oh, a, man. No, I was just using it as an example. It's like, a secret. Now, it's like, it's I a love Gavin. Love Gavin. He actually I, did write it in our group chat yesterday he said i love you gavin oh, oh, I did. Hell. Actually, then, I, then i had to say it i was like i, I love wrote, you too i, I thank the universe brackets gavin for bringing us all together and, and then oh, he wrote did. yeah and then he said quote, i love you gavin yeah, and then made did. me look like a flipping you know ungrateful <laughs> bitch so i went i love you too gavin i mean i do there is a lot to be fair i think you can tell it's a bit genuine can't you you know when the people you know really mean it it's like you know there's things that you look out for like eye contact and like general warmth and vibe and what have you um, but I know I, I just you know in, in these industries you kind of you sense a lot of snakes don't you every now especially and again especially in your yeah all, I think in all our worlds really yeah, Jack, it's a competitive we saying, creative world isn't it we, we were saying before we even started the podcast about that weren't we we were talking about collaboration with people like yeah. create because bear in mind we're all creatives so yeah you know, sure you're model actor uh, whatever it is a presenter you're, you're creative people and we were saying that there's a lot of people that just in it for themselves yeah they will trample all over you to get there that's their hustle in their heads yeah they don't really care about personal relationships they will trample over absolutely everybody but then you've got others who are willing to help others because Mm -hmm. first of all it gives good karma out i'm a firm believer in that but second actually when you start collaborating with other people you bring these brains together and all of a sudden you've got something quite special absolutely what you put out is what you usually get back Mm -hmm. and it might yeah take a while sometimes you feel like you're putting out and putting out and putting out and doesn't feel like it's coming back to you but actually it does in really yeah. wonderful ways you know I used to sell that the evening metro. standard newspaper did you? yeah back what? I thought that was free mate no, you know, it used to be no. it used to be 50p they give it away yeah. now no, it used to be free wow I used to be, hey, you standard, standard get your standard that's your you mate you want your standard standard you want your stand <laughs> oh mate. wow <laughs> I was hustling. Yeah, so I was hustling. So this is it. I was hustling. Yeah. So like I worked my day job. Yeah. I was yeah. working at an events company at the time and it was really, really cool. But basically, I, I went to, I was living at my mum's in Surrey. So oh I would go to work in Camden and come back via Holborn, go to the gym for a bit. And then I got this job and it came out of nowhere. And I did it for a year and a half. With the evening standard? Evening standard. It was amazing. And then obviously when it got bought out, we, we, we stopped doing it. But mm. like for a year and a half, I would work from like, you know, eight in the morning to like 11 at night. And I didn't, I didn't bat an eyelid. I was just like working hard and it was great. And I was hustling and it felt good. Like it felt like I was mm. getting something more out of my time. How know? many days a week were you doing it? Five days a week. 
So every day from Monday, nine to Monday, eleven. Monday to Friday, yeah, yeah. That's good hustling, though. Oh yeah, yeah you went for music. But, but at that age, you you try to obviously make money. Absolutely. Um, I yeah. remember again starting modelling, and I would go to casting, spend all this money going in because it's expensive, and I lived out of London, so spending all this, nothing coming in, and I see started working on roofs. I was roofing. Oh, wait. Wow. Now for 40 quid a day. Yeah. Busting my balls, by the way. Some of the hardest work I've ever imagine. done in my life. Yeah. But what was then weird was then if I did book a job. So, for example, I remember doing a, a very fortunate, did a commercial and um, flew around the world for four weeks. Yeah. But the day after I got back from this luxurious trip around the world, paid decent money, looked after, didn't spend a thing. Day after I got back, I'm lumbering tiles up on the fucking roof. Oh man! Yeah, but and imagine then to go and make, get the teas for the, my mates. With the yeah. brand new Rolex and it's just like, <laughs> but it was like I had to carry it on because it wasn't like I haven't made it from one commercial. Yeah. yeah. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. You know, you're you're on the grind. You're on the hustle. You're working really hard. You are doing everything you can to get on up and do as you know good as you can in the field you're in. Um, what happens is, what happens if you can't see a path to where you want to get to? If if you're not in the right bracket, then how do we feel about? being passed over for opportunities we feel we're owed. Yeah, I think that it's it's changed a lot. I think it's gone too far now, in yeah. my opinion. Um, look, I'm all for equal opportunities. Yeah. I feel bad that maybe in the past that certainly women didn't get the opportunities that men did in the media world, presenting world, etc. Uh, never should have been like that. Everybody should get equal opportunities. Unfortunately, I believe now, and from my experience... A white guy mid thirties has got less of a chance now as a white girl in her mid thirties, who's also got less of a chance now than say mm. a black girl in her mid thirties. Yeah, um, what about because... Alison Rose, the first female boss of Royal Bank of Scotland? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Fucking yes, Alison Rose. <laughs> yeah. She's making she's making them peas. It's it's gone a bit too far now, especially these bigger corporations, these bigger companies are actually like, right, we have to. It's their mm. part of what they have to do. They're like, we have to have more um, more women, more um, maybe gay guys, uh, mm. more people who are ticking different boxes yeah, yeah. because that's what we have to do. Now, I understand that to a certain extent, but if that's at the detriment of giving someone a job who actually isn't as good as someone else, yeah. then I think it's wrong. That's wrong, um, yeah. And I think that's quite that's quite tough to handle. And whether that will ever change, I don't, I don't know. I think we're always 
kind of in this phase where we're trying to even everything out. Yeah. And it might go that way, then it will come back the other way, and then it'd be we're discriminating against others. Uh, and I just I just wish it would be just the best person for the job. It's never mm-hmm. balanced. Whoever they are, yeah. the best person. Yeah, That's, absolutely. And I mean, but that comes down to a lot about, and I, I think in my opinion, people are always striving to be the best versions of themselves in any any way, shape, or form. It's work, family life, just socially, whatever. But there's so many pressures at the moment to be somebody that maybe they're not naturally, like, naturally are. So, like, someone may want a job in fashion, right? And they are desperate to be in fashion and they get in the fashion industry and they are totally opposite to everybody they work with. Yeah. They're going to feel like they have to be like the people they work with to mm. fit in and to kind of progress in the industry because... Otherwise, they feel like maybe they're not going to get the chances that someone else that was willing to do that is. So, you know, it's just yeah. an example, but it does happen a lot of time. And, I mean, our industry, modeling, acting, presenting, dancing, all that sort of stuff, the, the arts, if you like, yeah. you do have to fake it till you make it a lot of the time. And it's, mm. it's sad, but you go into castings and auditions, and I mean, I'm sure you've had it before where you've been asked to do something, and in your head you go, oh my God, really? And, but you do it because. You want the job. What's the worst that you've done in a car? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, this, is, this would be entertaining. What's the worst I've done in a casting? Um, I have once had to... I had to make out with a guy in a casting. Did you? Yeah. Was but, he hot? Really? But, but I didn't know about it until... Was he hot? <laughs> I mean, it was, did he stink? But it was like, it was kind of just... We had to pretend we were making out, but it, we actually had to kiss, and it was quite... But actually, no, the weirdest one... I'm not the worst, but the weirdest one... I went for a casting once where they said, right, put on a suit. Went out, did the sound and sort of like, you know, a couple of shots and, you know, side back, whatever. And they're like, right, okay. Um, after three, I'm going to turn some music on and I want you to strip out that suit as quickly as possible. And I was like, so, sorry, what, what? And within two <laughs> seconds, the music turned on and they were like, right, go, go. And I'm like, what, what, what? What's going on? So I just kind of like, I literally like ripped the tie, got myself like a peanut and I couldn't get it off my head. And then like the shirt button came off and the trousers slipped over. Like I could not have done it any more gracefully than the way I did it. It was like so unbelievably bad. And I like... What, were you butt naked? To my boxes, yeah, yeah. And, oh. And, and like, I kicked a shoe off and I was hit the photographer. It was like, it was really bad. And I kind of like... They stopped the music and I stopped and I was in like a heap on the floor. And they were like, okay, thank you, next. Did you get the job? And I was like, what the fuck just happened? It turns out that it was like for some clothing brand that was basically taking themselves back to like when they were born in the 70s or whatever. And they, the, the video was of a guy like stripping back to like original clothes they used to have. That's Not a advert, but the casting was hilarious. Like the fact we didn't get told and nobody told anybody else on the way in either. It wasn't like I walked in and the guy next to me was like, be prepared. Oh my God, really? Yeah. Yeah. I do that sometimes. You know, kind of look at the guy next to yeah. you and you go, Good, good luck. Luck. <laughs> I love that. I don't think guys, I think guys at times don't support each other. No, um, no they don't. They are just like they don't. there for themselves, and that's it. But it's difficult because mm. imagine going like you're sitting there for a normal job interview. Say, you know, you go at your time, and you might see the other guy there in his suit, a bit uncomfortable. You don't really yeah. you don't interact with him. You don't yeah. give him tips because you're the one who wants the yeah, job. Yeah, but I don't. Actually, I don't like that. that because although like I. I've definitely hustled all my life mm. and I'm, I know you guys have as well, but I definitely wouldn't have got the experience and the jobs and where I am now if, if it wasn't for other people helping me and supporting me yeah. and getting help from other people and advice and just being kind to people. Give like, out why what you want people, back. It's yeah, like, I don't, totally. yeah, like just because like you give someone a heads up before when they come out of the casting, mm. like, oh yeah, by the way, like they ask you to do this and yeah, that. So just, I agree. you know. I've done some horrendous castings. I'll tell you about a job I did and um, it was a presenting job. It was one of these jobs I thought, 
it's fine. No one will see it. <laughs> no, honestly, please it, show it, us. It was an online. I will show you afterwards. It was an online uh, job, and it was for a meat company. Meat, meat, meat. yeah, like, like meat, red yeah. chicken, red meat, whatever yeah. it was. Right? Meat, and I was like, meat. okay. Yeah. And it was like, um, they were like, right, we're going to be based in the kitchen and just like cooking up and just some recipe stuff. And I was like, okay, fine, no problem at all. Get there and they go, right, you're going to, this is what you're going to wear. Gave me an apron. I was like, great, put it over the top. Uh, no, just your apron. Oh, <laughs> shit, man. The things we do for money. You, 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 you what? <laughs> the script was, it was very sexual based. So it was like, grab two juicy breasts and succulently mold them and, and oh, handle wow. them and all this. You've got to grab your meat and pound it really hard. <laughs> oh, wow. Honestly, oh, goodness me, I'm getting very excited. <laughs> grab your meat and do. pound it hard. It was, it was just, just constant laughter and joking. <laughs> but I thought, that's fine again. No one would see it. And honestly, six, Has anyone six, seen? Months, six months, no one saw it. Right? Was it only aired in Korea? This is great. No, it's on YouTube. <laughs> Yeah. And, I thought, no, honestly, it was fine. and I was away I remember being on holiday and I got a message through and I thought and it was like a friend of mine sent me a message with six links but no words and I thought oh, that's a bit weird I might have been that I thought it would be something dodgy message him so what, what's going on he's like oh sorry man I'm a bit busy pounding my meat and I was like oh, oh, shit I've been exposed and somebody had seen it who had sent it to somebody who knew of me and oh, sent man. it to that person who knew me and, and found six links of it brilliant. and then all of a sudden it's everywhere so that was um, yeah but that was definitely one of my worst but I, but I was in a position where I didn't have much money mm. of course, that's uh, what I'm saying the things we do came, desperate times absolutely an opportunity came and I was like I have to do it. Yeah. Um, and actually, the outtakes of it, part of it made it into one of my showreels and it actually Brilliant. added a little bit of fun to it in the end. But um, but that's it. And it's about doing jobs, certainly in your initial stages when you're starting up or starting a profession, you've got to say yeah. yes to quite a bit. Doing mm. jobs for free yeah. too. You, you oh, definitely. Yeah, um, yeah. And as tough as that is, and as, uh, I mean, I was probably a bit arrogant and egotistical to think that I'm, I thought I'm better than that. And I didn't need to and there's I think certain we all have that in us at some point but, but it's, a, it's a regret now because yeah. actually by taking those opportunities certainly in the early stages you're not you're just learning and it's building your experience yeah. rather than yeah. you're not being taken the piss out of you mm. are just learning and, and that's what you should be doing certainly at a younger age whether you're getting into mm. any of this sort of interest same with actors and actresses yeah. doing short films doing um, student films you're building your experience you're building your showreel and you should be doing that stuff you know, you, you've got to learn somehow yeah uh, you know, shouldn't have to always be paid for it you know what yeah I mean? so you've got to put yourself out there put yourself out there is key because if yeah. you don't put yourself out there then nobody's gonna find you when do we think is the right time to maybe jump onto like a new idea or career and, and stop doing so if you're in a job you hate when oh. you lose motivation. Yeah, when you lose the motivation. That is 100% like the only thing you need to worry about is when you lose motivation, there's what no just... point in doing it anymore because there's no get up and go for that particular mm-hmm. thing anymore. If you, if you want to do anything in life, mm. it comes down to the motivation around doing it, right? Yeah. And there's, this, there's this, like a silly sort of like philosophical quote that says like, you have to be before you can do, before you can have. So yeah. if, you, if you want to be a basketball player, like you have to believe that. You have to be there. You have to actually like do it and whatever. Then you can, like, you know, you do basketball and then you can have the and status. You have to be of about six foot six. Absolutely. Well. I mean, it does help, you know, stilts and all that. But uh, it's, it, it's true. And, like, you know, to, to give you an example, I, I had a street food company for three years, right? And mm-hmm. I, I was like, so passionate about it. And I thought, this is what I want to do. 
And I ran it and, and, I, and I basically went through kind of different wave of, this is how I want to do it. And I kind of set myself a goal of like, I want to sell food on the streets of London. I did that. And then when I kind of was, was in it, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And actually it was a lot more hard, like harder work than I thought it was going to be. And work I didn't enjoy yeah. doing as much as I thought it was. And so I thought, like, I had this moment where I was like, am I going to do this? Because if I do, I need to like focus all my time and energy on it. And I didn't have any motivation to do it. So I like stopped and that was it. And I, I learned a lot from it. But mm-hmm. now I can safely say I like scratched that itch and I moved on to something something else. So yeah. it, there's definitely I think when you lose motivation for something, that's when you have to ask yourself the question: Is this still what I want to do? Sure, sure. That's a yeah, that's a really good way to put it. But it affects your mood in life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If you're focusing on the negatives at work, you're unhappy. You take that home with you. We don't mean to, but we do. We carry it with us in life outside of work and. If you get into that stage where you're just miserable, you're complaining, you're moaning, you're unhappy, you're walking to the station in the morning and going, oh, I just want to turn around and go, but then you need to do something about it. And mm. only that person can do something about it. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you can't wait for stuff to happen. You have to go out and get it right. This isn't working. I'm not enjoying this. Let's find something I do want to enjoy. So you've got to use that time and use that motivation to get yourself out of that situation and into an environment that actually is going to bring not just so much better and happiness to your working mm-hmm. life but actually bring so much more to your life in general because it's true if you're happy in your working life you are so happy when you're at home i'm telling you right now you are if you're not happy in your working life it's going to affect you at home and you're not going to be as happy at home either it mm-hmm. comes down to like a very simple um you know f- philosophical or also physiological uh, reason like you're feeling action and thinking center in your body right if you feel shit you're going to think shit and you're going to act shit. Yeah. If you feel happy, you're going to think happy, you're going to act happy. Same with like, if you act happy, you're going to think happy, you're going to feel, it's, it's like, as you said, taking stuff home, but then it's, it comes to a state of mind of like, you could get dis- disheartened when you put out like this video that took you all day to make on content that you're really passionate about and nobody watches it. And you could take that and go, oh, right, pointless, what am I doing this for? Or you could go, you know what? I've tried and that didn't work. So I can tick that bit off the list and I will not make a video of me flying a kite ever again. Yeah, <laughs> and learn from that mistake, and then and then make a video of you yeah. flying a drone instead. People like watching that. But the stupid thing is with that sort of content that actually, like, you just randomly have your camera set up and your dog does something stupid, and there's like five million hits. Compete with what's going on naturally. It's mad. Oh, no. Yeah, they create kids That's are going to be the best thing. But I'm just going to film my kid the entire. Oh, man. time when it's bored because I'm, I reckon it'll just do something stupid. I'll put it on YouTube and it'll get money. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What is that advert? Ronaldo? What is the phone advert? Oh my god, it's so funny. Have you seen it? The phone is the best. What what phone is it? One of the best adverts I have ever seen. Right. By the way. Wow, that's a big statement. So he he I don't know how the A got him to do it, or B how much they paid him to do it, but basically Ronaldo's on the football pitch and he's like about to kick a goal, and then I think the football turns into like a shopping bag, doesn't it? And then this really annoying song, like Baby Shark stuff. Baby Shark. It is Baby Shark. It's like, yeah. it's a Shark, off of Baby Shark. Shark. Yeah. And, it's, and it starts, and it's literally, and then he does this stupid dance with all the other players on the pitch, and then he just goes, bang, and it ends. And, it, and it's like, what, what phone is it? We're playing it. This is. Oh, wow. Shocking. Shocking. I've not seen this. Oh my goodness me. Let me tell you one thing right now and I'm allowed to say it because I am this. 
You know what this advert is? It's so fucking Asian. And that's why, that's why it's like, that's Sugar P! We love that oh shit. Oh my god. I don't fucking know, but it's, it's a Singaporean brand, I think. Right, oh so. Oh my um, god, I've not seen it. I've not seen that. But that is exactly how Asian adverts are because we like things that are cute and really mm -hmm. like prancy and dancy and cute songs like Baby Shark. But, but it's and, like, genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it viral because it's genius. Oh. It's geniusly awkward. Weird and it's so much not silly, expect of him. You would never expect yeah. Ronaldo to be in an advert like that. Yeah, that makes him look bad as I it said. It makes him look silly. It's gold and it's gone to the like the ends of the earth to make it almost so bad that it's good. It is. Yeah. But that's why I mean, like, so good. The people behind that branding are just genius. Fucking genius room. marketing. It's brilliant. And it's very easy for the Asian market too, because as I said, we like things that are really cute. You know, that's why we love like Hello Kitty and all the little. <laughs> But it's true though, like, you know, the things that we like that are really cute, we like things that are cute. What other cute things do you like, Lou? So, like, Chinese people, we love, we love, like, um, in afternoon tea in China, you know, like, you have those little cute cakes, and there's like loads of cake shops, it's like, no, mow, mow, like, little, there's even a song, there's even a song that is about cats, and it's called the Mao Mao song. How's it go? It goes, Wama Mao Jiao, Ichi Mao Mao. And do you know what, yeah, it's, it's you know funny, what, right? yeah, bruv, it's We're... got like tens upon tens of millions of views. It's called the Mau Mau song. Google the Mau Mau song. Baby Shark, 15 billion hits on YouTube. Oh my God. That's like, I mean, the money they must be making per minute, let alone per week, per month. Mm. Like that is, but again, what Baby Shark, where did it even come from? Yeah. Because it's a Baby Shark, it's cute. So, and then he's the mama shark. It's so cute, man. Why do you think when you go to Asia, in any Asian country, especially like of the Orient, there's all like, you know, the, the little Pokemon and Pikachu and Hello Kitty Luke, and the little pigs Luke, and the bears can we, can and stuff. And Kate's up. Luke, please, <laughs> because I'm going to start more. laughing. You once know what? I've actually... I've actually got... Please, can we do it with the action? I'm going to show you the video. No, I'm going to video no, no. you doing it because this is brilliant. <laughs> I've got a video of me doing it already. Oh, oh well, great, great, great. Oh, my God. Carry on talking whilst I find the video. Oh, no, this is great. No, 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 no. I'm going to show you the actual video. It's oh, me. Oh, my God. He's going to kill me for exposing him. This is so him. good. <laughs> Let's carry on with the topic because okay. I really want to show you this video. It is oh, so funny. So what do you know, Simon? We're carrying on with the topic. I was going to end the show now. Like, <laughs> but just we, let me find the video. We can, edit, we can edit this bit shorter. You Anyway, while Lou's finding that, James, where can we find you yes. on, on social media? Where can people get in touch with you if they want to ask you some questions about hustling? Yeah. Uh, at James Green in UK. In, U uh, in UK. In UK. Cool. Reason why? Because I lived in LA for two years, hustling over there. Yeah. In LA, and then I moved back in in UK. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so it's at James Green in, in UK. UK. At James Green in UK. Brilliant. I think that's the same on Twitter and Instagram. Actually. Brilliant. Fantastic. Um, but yeah, it's, it's you know it's a hustle. I it's found it. And this is me and my friend at work. My uh, let, let's not expose him. But this is us doing the Mau Mau song on Snapchat. So there's like a little where uh, you know how this filter makes you talk like. Right, it's so funny. Ready. Oh my god. There you go. Wow. <laughs> That's wow. brilliant. 
that that quite, could quite possibly be our new theme tune. I, I think so. That, that is definitely. Uh, that Maybe is definitely we it. should end with that. Just oh, keep rolling. Mate, just roll that out. <laughs> Lou, where I can know. people find you so they can watch that video over and over and over? It's again. not on my. Cha- it's not on my page. Well, it should, it should be. be. It yeah, should, should be. be. It should but be to all the. Can you can you like pin stuff to Instagram these days? Can you like put it? Please put that as like your like your. You're just jealous because I can speak another language, bruv. All the loyal Manzilla fans will know where to find me. Yes. But if you're a newbie or if you are not loyal, then it's at Luling Chan. And you can contact Jack by me as usual, guys and girls, if you want to take him out on a date. No, it's looking a bit. No, <laughs> I'm full of that. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, what are you doing now after uh, the show, Jack? So, where can we find you, Gavin? Um, yeah, Gavin, our official or at Manzilla Online. At Manzilla the Online. most important one. Hit yeah. the subscribe button if you're listening on Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever it is. Hit the subscribe button. This has been the Manzilla Podcast. Have a great day. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.